and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing why you should go to the doctor when you feel sick. Yeah. So, as many of you know, I have been traveling throughout Asia here for about over a year now. Hey! But the thing is, is I'm still having trouble wrapping my brain around how much different the healthcare system is in Asia compared to the U.S. Now, let me explain. When I got sick in the States for most of my life, I did not go to the doctor because I lived rural and getting to the doctor was a long trip and probably was going to cost a lot of money. When I got older and started to be on my own, adult, I still resisted going to the doctor because even though I did have insurance, I was worried it would cost a lot. And two years ago, I got hit with a $700 bill for three blood tests that were supposed to be covered by my insurance but weren't. And after that, I was really hesitant to go to the doctor. I'm like, you know, that was expensive surprise. Yeah. I still would go, like, if I fell sick and was working at my office, then I would go and get a doctor's note for them to verify that I was indeed sick with a fever. But that was not very expensive, like maybe a $20 or $30 copay. However, when I left the States, my copay was up to, I think, $30 or $40. I can't remember, unless I went to a specialist, at which point it was, like, super cheap. So I'm going... The key is to go to the specialist, which makes no logical sense because they cost more overall. But the health insurance will cover the specialist more than they will cover the regular family doctor. When I came to Asia, I landed in Taiwan and about a week and a half later, I got really sick with like stomach flu symptoms. And I was honestly quite terrified to go to the doctor because I was like, what if, because my insurance only covers urgent care, I go to the clinic and I get slammed with a $500 or $1,000 bill because I'm a foreigner and I'm not on their health care plan. What if I can't communicate with the doctor? What a, what a, what a. I think the main thing that I've learned in the last year is all those what is that you are questioning that you are worried about either with international travel, with your own personal life, whatever, the what is in actuality are quite small to be worried about. The whole gyrations of mentally thinking about all those what is is way more stressful than those what is in themselves. But when I went to the doctor in Taiwan, I contacted one of my friends that was Taiwanese and they were like, Anna, I found you a clinic. They are one MRT stop away from where you were staying. Just go to them. They'll get you in. I really don't think it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And this is one of my friends who had lived in the States for, I believe, five to seven years. So I was like, they know what they're talking about. I'm going to take their advice. Because I had called the day that I was feeling really sick in Taiwan. I had called like five clinics. And the thing that I found out was Taiwanese people are unlike any culture I have ever experienced in my life. They are so sweet and kind and open to absolute strangers. However, phone manners, if they do not speak English, can be very abrupt. Because what usually happens if you're calling a Taiwanese business and they don't speak English is they pause and then they hang up. <laughs> and I was like, 
that was a little weird because I called like three clinics and they'd hung up on me. The other two had told me in very broken English that they could not understand me or to go to the hospital, which I was like, I cannot go to the hospital. It will be way more than going to the clinic. So I went to the clinic my friend recommended in Taiwan. The, the nurse assistant that was at the front desk could not speak hardly any English at all. But I used my translator. She was like, you fill out this form. You have no health insurance. No problem. Sit over there. We'll get you in here as soon as possible. I was like, okay, it'll be probably a four hour wait because there are other people in line. And, you know, in the States, it would be way more than, it would be a day or two to get into the doctor usually. I did have one doctor I used to go to who they would get me in that day, but that's very unusual where I live. So I was like, okay, it'll be like three to four hours if I have to cancel some of my college classes and redo them later or cancel some of my tutoring sessions and redo them later. I can do that. They got me in in 20 minutes. I went to the doctor. I had everything typed down on Google Translator. He read it in Chinese, traditional Chinese. You do not want to use simplified Chinese because it can make people a little twitchy. So I'm like, we don't do that in Taiwan. So we use traditional Chinese. I wrote up my symptoms. He's like, you have been sitting at your desk too long. That is why you were feeling sick. And I bet you were kind of slumped over. I'm going, yes. So he gave me five medications, something for about 20 minutes. I was in and out of the clinic in less than an hour. And it was 15 US dollars, including my medication for three to five days of like five different medicines. I did not have to go to the pharmacy. I did not have to do any of that. This is when I yet again fell in love with Taiwan. It's like, I'm not there now, but there are still moments where I'm like, I really do love Taiwan. And one of it is it's so simple to like go to the doctor or go do X or Y or Z. Now, when I've been sick in other countries, it has not been as simple. Like recently I got sick in Southeast Asia and I was like, I came down with food poisoning earlier this summer. That took me a week to get up the, actually two weeks to get up the gunction to go to the doctor. But I was like, I'm not getting better. I still feel like I'm throwing up. I feel like I have stomach flu symptoms, even though I know it's probably just something I ate, which is not agreeing with me. And so I went to the, the clinic, but the, the clinic caters mainly to foreigners. Big heads up. If the clinic caters mainly to foreigners, tend to avoid the clinic. Because what I found was I went into the clinic and no offense to the doctor or the clinic because they got me the antibiotics I needed and I was well in a very short amount of time. However, the doctor came in to see me. It took a, it took a long time to try to communicate to the nurse because she didn't speak any English and she's very nice, but it's much harder in Southeast Asia than it is in Taiwan. I don't know. And I've been traveling in like Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia area. So I'm like, it's just a little harder to communicate in certain places than it is in Taiwan, which makes no sense at all in some cases, but it is a bit of a language gap. And it is also a bit of a, but you say cultural gap as well, much more than in Taiwan, because in Taiwan, it's not like living in the US because no offense, everyone is much calmer than most Americans. However, culturally, it's much more modern than like Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia area in general. Now I'm sure that there are some places that are very modern, but 
where I've been, it hasn't been that way. So I went into the clinic. I explained my symptoms. The doctor came in about 40 minutes to an hour later. She looks at me and she goes, you have had stomach food poisoning for two weeks and you haven't come in until now. And I'm going, I don't go into the doctor unless it's absolutely necessary. And it was absolutely necessary now. She's like, well, maybe you have stomach cancer or colon cancer. We should run all this battery of tests, give you a colonoscopy, give you an IV drip, give you all this. And that will be 900 US dollars. And I'm going, we're not doing that. And she looks at me and she's like, you don't want to do all this? And I'm going, I'm a college student. I am traveling. I am not forking over $900 for food poisoning. Let's do the first step. Let's do the, you know, going in and getting the antibiotics for food poisoning. If I'm still sick in a week, I will be in for further testing, but definitely not the colonoscopy until way later down the road if there are still problems. I'm going, that's not something I hope I ever have to do. But if I do, I'm like, that's after I turn 50. I'm not doing it before then. So I got the antibiotics and I left the clinic for about $30. And then I had to go to the pharmacy for some more medicine because they didn't give me all the medicine. I wasn't going to pay the because the clinics charge extra for the medication that you can get at the pharmacy for way less. So I was like, I'm just going to the clinic with this. But by the time it was done, it was like 60 bucks. I'm going, I really miss Taiwan. I could just go. I could be there in 20 minutes, be out. I would have all my medication and it would be $15. I'm like, I miss that. It's way better than $60 and being told you need a colonoscopy when you don't. And lo and behold, in two weeks, in a week, I was perfectly fine with the antibiotics. And I've been taking probiotics ever since, which Oddly enough, I'm like, I don't really take vitamins and supplements, but I'm going, taking probiotics makes you feel so much better. I was talking to another friend back in the States because they're on probiotics and they're like, it really does make you feel a lot better, more in your skin. You have less stomach issues. I'm like, it really is quite impressive. I'm going, I don't think I'm going back off of probiotics. But anyway, fast forward to her about two months ago. I again get sick. I'm like, I eat at home. I do eat at restaurants, but I eat at ones that I'm used to. So I know that I will not get sick. I'm like, but I have been eating a lot of lettuce salads. No offense at all, but I would be very careful of lettuce salads in Southeast Asia. The reason being is I would wash my lettuce salads in distilled water. However, I noticed that the lettuce was much more dirty than I'm used to in the States, even after washing it. And I was like, it's okay. It's just dirt. If there's a little bit of something, it's not going to, you know, kill me. Well, the thing is, is it doesn't kill you, but it can make you really sick. So after about a week to a week and a half, to maybe two weeks of feeling really sick and not being able to eat, I went into a clinic. I thought it was the same clinic I had gone into before because honestly, the clinics are all together in the area that I'm staying in. So I was like, I think this is the same one. I'm not sure. I'm just going here. And I did have a local when I first moved to this area to stay for a while. They said, Anna, you need to go to this special clinic. The doctor is really good and he's very, very quick and easy and affordable. Well, the truth is the two times I gotten sick this summer, and fall, I had been 
unable to go to that clinic because it was closed when I was not feeling good and had time to go to the clinic. So I went to this other clinic and they again tried to charge me $400, $450. They wanted to give me an IV drip. They wanted to give me antibiotics. They wanted to run blood tests. They wanted to do this and this and this. And I'm going, I did agree to the blood test because the doctor sat there and was like, you're having trouble eating. You can eat about one meal a day and you're feeling sick at your stomach like you're going to throw up, but you're not. So that tells me that you probably have some sort of infection and the blood test would tell us that. And it would only cost you about, I think it was like $20. I'm like, you know what? $20 to know whether I do or do not have a high white blood cell count, which could lead to an infection is a good plan. So I went ahead and got the blood test. I did have a problem. They call it an infection of blood, but technically it just shows that your blood cell levels are at the point where you could have a bad infection that could send you to the hospital. So I'm like, you know, I did take antibiotics again. I was like, this is the second time in like literally three months I've had antibiotics. I don't hardly ever have antibiotics. I'm like, I think I had them when I had my wisdom teeth extracted to avoid infection, but that's kind of it. So I'm like, so I came home, I took my antibiotics, I took my probiotics, I got better. Well, Christmas, Christmas, the week of Christmas, the Thursday before Christmas, I came down with a very sore throat. Now, to preface this, I had just dealt with something extremely stressful that was business related. I had finished the document and I immediately got sick, which sometimes happens to me. I mean, I am very calm and self-contained usually, but when I do with something that's extremely stressful, I have found that I usually fall ill with a cold or something within like six to 12 hours. Unfortunately, this time it hit me almost like literally as I was finishing up the paperwork, I got sick and I was going, I have a sore throat. I'm not sure why I have a sore throat, but I do. So I was like, I will drink a lot of vitamin C. So I ordered a bunch of vitamin infused water. I took cough drops. I took my my probiotics, my iron, my every supplement that I could think of that I had, which I not a lot because I don't have a lot of supplements. And I was like, Christmas Eve, I was going to work part of the day. I ended up taking off like three and a half hours because I just didn't feel good. And that is means that I feel really quite bad because I don't take off work. And then on Christmas day, I'm like, I was feeling better. I chatted with a couple of friends on Christmas Eve. I chatted with a couple of friends on Christmas. I watched some movies on Christmas, but Christmas day, when I went to the, to the bath, to bath to kind of check my throat out and do a quick visual, I was like, it's still red and inflamed. And now my tongue is sore too. I'm going, this is just not getting better. So I decided, I was like, I'm going to a clinic again. It might cost me $60, but it is worth it to know that I don't have, you know, some kind of weird, bizarre thing like throat cancer, because when I Googled it, it said, it could be throat cancer. It could be syphilis. It could be whatever I'm going. Well, I know it's not syphilis <laughs> and I'm guessing it's not throat cancer, but what in the heck is this? My tongue is sore. <laughs> It was not a good end of Christmas. I'm just going, I was like, I'm sitting there going, stay calm. You know, it's not one of those things. You're pretty sure it's not the other. It'll be okay. So then I go to downtown area to the clinic and I find that the clinic that the, the local told me about, who's a friend of mine, was open. So I walked in and she's like, 
we can get you in. We don't need insurance. We don't need any paperwork. We don't need your passport. You can just give us your name. We'll write that down with your address in the States and we'll just take that and then you can go and it will be like $20 for your visit, which is way less than the other place was charging, which is like 30 to 35. I'm going, okay. So I went in, I saw the doctor. He sits down, he's going, your tongue and your throat are both sore. Yes. Your tongue is probably sore because you had a stressful moment, I'm guessing. That's when it usually goes bad. I'm going, yeah, I kind of did have a stressful moment before Christmas. He's like, but they are totally different circulatory systems and totally unrelated. So you do not need to worry about it being caused by one or the other. And I'm going, okay, that's right. And I'm going, is it, you know, throat cancer, mouth cancer? He says, too soon to tell. But as long as your teeth don't fall out and you don't get a gaping hole in your mouth, you're good on that front. I'm going, well, I don't see me waking up one morning with that problem, but thanks for the warning. I'm like, I didn't know that's how they told that. But he's like, you can take antibiotics, you can take vitamin D, you can take cortisol, and you can take um, oh, an antihistamine medication. He said, we'll give you that and see how you do. And he's going, I went, well, you know, I just was in antibiotics just twice already this summer. I really don't want to go in there. He said, okay well we can do the three others then i'm like okay that'll probably cost like thirty dollars but all right and i'm going is there something i can do to prevent this and i'm going and he's like it's the climate everybody gets sick it's very hard not to get sick in this climate because of the hot and the cold and the rain and the heat he's like it's just impossible so keep up your immunity i'm going okay i will drink more vitamin cereals no, the vitamin C water does not help at all. I'm like, I've been doing that for three days. And he's like, I'll give you some vitamins that'll take care of it. I'm going, okay. So I go up to the desk. They charge me $20. And they're like, the doctor just said to give you the medicine. Here's three boxes of it. I'm like, okay, I will take three free boxes of medicine or three bags of medicine that will last me for like literally five days. And they're like, if something else happens, you can come back in or get a refill or whatever, but this should take care of it for you. I come back home. I take the medicine. That evening, I'm like, my throat is still dry. It's not hurting like hell. My tongue is still sore, but it's not feeling like a burning ember in my mouth. And then I get to the next day and I'm like, I feel human again. I can teach several lessons at one time without feeling like my tongue's gonna fall out of my mouth. And I can study and talk without it hurting like, you know, a warm place in the center of the earth where Lucifer from the, the Netflix series supposedly came from. But I think he was an alien they said in the show. So anyway, I don't know, that's up for grabs. But <laughs> I haven't watched the show. It's on my watch list. But anyway, so I'm like, you know, yesterday I was going, I should not wait five freaking days to go to the doctor. Because even if I go to the doctor, even if there's medicine, the worst it will be is 60 to $70. The best it will be is like $20. It is not something I need to be panicking over and spending those days sick and not feeling good when I could have been feeling very good is just stupid. So that is my podcast on why you shouldn't wait five days, week and a half, two weeks to go to the doctor. Check it at the round table. Bye.